Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Fourth Down in the Steel City, Crowley, Dunlap, Steelers, Dunzo at 9-8. and eight. They finished with the exact record that I know I thought that they would have, Colin. But even still, a disappointment when you don't make the playoffs. I don't know how so many people don't see that. You and I see eye to eye on this. How do so many people not see that as a failure when you don't make the playoffs as the Pittsburgh Steelers? I know exactly why. Because if you look at the cross-section of this, the vast majority of the people who don't see it as a failure, to me, at least that I've seen, are 30 and younger. 35 and younger. They've grown up in an atmosphere, and I don't mean to get all get off my lawn, but I'm dead ass serious about this. There are people that have trouble hearing the word no. They got participation trophies in life. Again, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to be all Clay Travis on people, but there's a certain <laughs> sense of truth to all of this that they look at life through okay, this didn't work out, so, oh, it's the teacher's fault. Oh, it's this other person's fault. Oh, it's that person's fault. There's a failure to ever look in the mirror, or at least, uh, I don't say ever, but a lot of times look in the mirror, and they struggle with cold, hard reality, and they struggle with the word no. They struggle with failure. They struggle with getting a bad grade on a test and being able to just be handed correctives and do it and then do a retest. like. Life doesn't work like that. And it it's incredible to me how many younger people are like, oh, you guys are just, you know what, you're spoiled or you're this. No, I don't demand a lot. I don't actually ask for a lot. But I don't think it's too much to ask for to win a playoff game. I'm not asking for the Pittsburgh Steelers to win a Super Bowl. I'm not asking for the Pittsburgh Steelers to get to an AFC championship. I'm just asking for the Pittsburgh Steelers, actually, first step, get to the playoffs. Second step, win a playoff game. And the main reason is they tell us that's their minimum goal. I I really do think, and this opens up much bigger conversation, that's, you know, I just, I think it's generational. I think so many people look for someone else to blame and look at things as such not a big deal. And stuff is when you fail at your job. There's only 32 of these organizations and only 32 of these jobs in the world. Um, And there's not a whole lot of gray area. 
you either did well or you didn't do well in a season. And I don't understand why people wrestle with the fact the Steelers haven't done well for six years. The Steelers are or should be the NFL's flag-bearing franchise, or at least one, one, of, of, the one, of, a one of a handful. Right. There are 14 teams out of 32 that make the playoffs. It ain't that hard. I keep hearing, Steelers, great organization. They'll be okay. And I happen to think that they're on the up and up a little bit. I, I think Kenny Pickett's the guy, and we can get into some of those details later. But if you're a great organization and almost half the damn league makes the playoffs, you should at a bare minimum be making the playoffs. And if you don't like hearing it from me or Colin, here's what Mike Tomlin said today. My agenda is getting in the single elimination tournament and pursuing the confetti game and winning it. They didn't get in the single elimination tournament. This is a guy who's telling you what their goal is. They're disappointed. Mike Tomlin's not happy with the way things went. Mike Tomlin also, what he said today, doesn't care about his non-losing seasons streak. These are things that fans are telling us that, that some in Pittsburgh – and many in the national media outside of Pittsburgh are telling us these things are important. No, no, no. Mike Tomlin actually understands it. He's not doing a good enough job of it, but Mike Tomlin actually understands the assignment here, which is make the playoffs at a bare minimum or it's a disappointment. I get so tired, calling of the national folk like Rich Eisen last week telling us in Pittsburgh how we're supposed to feel about our football team and comparing, to use Mike Tomlin's phrase from today, the Steelers to the Joneses. They ain't the Joneses. They're the Steelers. They're supposed to be a cut above, and they're not right now. And that's I'd a like problem. to know the last time Rich Eisen stood in a parking lot in either one of the stadiums, or the last time Rich Eisen went and uh, stood in the 500 level, or the last time Rich Eisen went to St. Vincent and didn't have a media pass, or the last time Rich Eisen – uh, you know, went in and it was amongst real Steeler fans or the last time Rich Eisen went to a Pittsburgh bar or the last time Rich Eisen got the real pulse of the people in Pittsburgh. This is, it's like that there is a, a this green haze that the stories get filtered through and then it emanates through and it pushes through the fog does, the haze does, in through the national media and it's tomlin And the thing about it is, it's actually not Mike Tomlin's fault. No. He's not the one that perpetrates it or, or, or perpetuates it. Someone else. It's it's like this national narrative that continues to get picked up. And someone says it. And then they think, wow, that's what I'm supposed to be saying about Mike Tomlin. Whenever, if I told you that Mike Tomlin's one, I guarantee you this. All these people that talk about non-losing seasons. If I walked up and said, how many playoff games has Mike Tomlin won in the last 12 years? They'd think he won more. They absolutely would think he's won more than three. Absolutely. There's no question. There's no question about that. I think it gets lost in the weeds of there are 31 other teams that a lot of these, and I hate to paint with a broad brush, but whatever, these national folks are looking at. Because I, I do think that's where all this gets stirred up. Like Mike Lombardi today said Mike Tomlin should be – NFL's coach of the year, Jason Lockenfora, Odyssey NFL insider. He said on the morning show that Mike Tomlin should at least be considered for coach of the year. I don't know how in the F you don't make the playoffs and you become coach of the year. Uh, I, unless, unless you're navigating your team through some tragedy. And I guess Mike Tomlin did do that to an extent, but like 
there's a bunch of teams that went six and two in the second half of seasons. There are there are teams that are fighting for a championship. You know, still, you know who's not mentioned that did a bet? There are all the usual suspects. Harbaugh. No, you know who else? Pete Carroll did a hell of a lot better job than Mike Tomlin this year. I, I mean, there are there are a dozen coaches who did a better job than Mike Tomlin this year. Pete Carroll got out of his quarterback play, a guy that was left for dead, what the Steelers didn't get out of their offense. Yep. I, I don't think I'm making that up. You're not. No, and I mean, I'll, I'll even go one more. There are 14 coaches, at least, that did a better job than Mike Tomlin because they got into the dance. How can you not be playing and people say you did a good job? Dan Campbell didn't reach the playoffs, and I think he did a better job than Mike Tomlin. Yeah, I think I would agree agree with that, with where they picked last year, the fact that they were on hard knocks. You're not allowed to be on hard knocks and be good. I mean, that's, that's generally the rule of thumb lately. If you're on hard knocks, you're probably a friggin' dumpster fire. And here they are with the same record finishing year as the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think people get so caught up in the Mike Tomlin's a great coach or Mike Tomlin's an awful coach, let's fire him, that they so rarely have conversation about the in-between. Like The beginning of the season to me was Mike Tomlin's fault just as much. If you're going to give him credit for the second half, how do you not fault him for two and six? But what's funny is the goalposts move. Oh, they were two and six because they lost T.J. Watt. But he did a good job in the second half. Well, if it's T.J. Watt not being there that they went two and six's fault, then okay, why don't you say it's T.J. Watt why they went seven and two? Like, there's just so much goalpost moving; it's very aggravating. I was sort of hoping that the loot that the winning streak would end, Colin. Like, I first I wanted them to make the playoffs, but mm-hmm. if they didn't, I kind of would have liked them to go eight and nine, just so that that's not a freaking talking point anymore. Can I ask you a quick question about TJ Watt? Is it incumbent upon this organization to backfill a real free agent for TJ Watt, considering that he's 30 now and that he is, I don't look, I don't think he's injury prone, but he has now missed games or has been incapacitated to some degree left early in a bunch of games uh, over the past 28, 29 games or so. Is it incumbent upon them to find a real player behind him with the designs that he will miss time moving forward just because of attrition? Yes, they need a guy. They're not going to pay a guy guy. You can't pay a guy guy because you have to pay him, and you got to pay Alex Highsmith, who had 14 and a half sacks this year. Well, like the goof that left for Kansas City was perfect. I know. Melvin Ingram. Correct. Yes. That's what you need. You need a guy like that who's a veteran, who's looking for a final deal as a prove-it, or a veteran who has been injured or fallen on hard times, but you still believe can be better than what you have behind. Like Malik Reed, I understood the swing. Boy, did that guy stink. That guy, he is like, do you remember, what the heck was his name? Nick Spalling for the Penguins is like the most... He he's the penguin that did the least amount of penguins shit ever. Yeah, like him or Ponikarovsky, right? Great call. Like yeah. I look at Malik Reed and I can't remember one thing he did as a Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, you're right about that. I think they need to address that for sure. But they've got plenty, plenty, plenty of needs. When we come back, we have to do it. We got to talk about Kenny Pickett, Mike Tomlin in his press conference. Kind of odd about Kenny. 
kind of odd about his offensive coordinator. And I'll tell you what, Colin. I think Mike Tomlin did us a lot of good today by the way he held and handled this press conference. That's next. Fourth down in the Steel City. Matchup breakdown. Analysts on every game. Everything a Steelers fan could want. This is fourth down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Mike Tomlin today, Colin, fourth down yes. in the Steel City, would not call Kenny Pickett a franchise quarterback. That sneaky guy. QB1. Not franchise quarterback. Doesn't want to oh. put him in a box. I've put the decoder ring to this, and I'm trying to figure it out. I've been trying to figure it out since he said it, just yeah. noontime. Is it just because he would never call anybody a franchise quarterback, or is it he doesn't want to saddle Kenny Pickett at a young age with that? Or, like, he would have called Ben a franchise quarterback like 10 years on, right? I would think, I, and I imagine he did. It can't be a pressure thing. You, you threw the kid out in the second half of the game with no preparation and then launched him into Buffalo to play his first road start. Well, and then in front of a national audience, called him Kenny F. and Pickett. Um, That's right. And his know, cube. Right. So, I don't know. I think it's one of those – Mike Tomlin thinks he's playing chess sometimes in his own world, but he's really just playing checkers because he tries to play mind games with people, but they – they're kind of sailing above it. <laughs> no, just, I don't know if that makes any sense, but like he tries it, to, yes. he tries, Mike, it, I, I'll explain it to you like this. An attorney friend of mine said, it's like a witness on the witness stand. You know, it's like that person where you say, sir, do you have the time? And they say, yes. As opposed to just telling you what time it is. Yeah. Like, he always is trying to outsmart the competition or even outsmart himself or outsmart his own team to have them think when not every question calls for some brain-twisting answer. Right. And I think that was it there. It's funny, though, that – and I'm, we're going to – we're talking about it now. We're going to talk about it on the morning show. It's been beat to death already here in Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin can say whatever he wants whenever he is doing the Kenny F and Pickett thing and talking about how his offense grew up today. Mm -hmm. He believes in the trajectory of Kenny Pickett. I have no doubt about that in my mind. It's why they drafted him. They thought he could be a guy and he goes in there. You don't think Mike Tomlin thinks he's got a dude when the kid goes in and leads a game-winning touchdown drive against the Baltimore Ravens in M&T Bank Stadium. Mike Tomlin knows what that's take, what that has taken. There we go, English, his entire career. He believes in him. You're right. He just throws a mishmash of words out there and kind of leaves you with the task, like we're doing right now, of trying to interpret it. And on some level, it's genius. On another, on another level, I just want to kick him in the mouth. Right. Again, Respectfully. It's back to that guy that's testifying, and you ask him for the time, and he, he gives you directions on how to build a watch as opposed <laughs> to just giving you the freaking time. And I think that Mike Tomlin gets caught up in that. I think he's caught up in his own character at times in news conferences. He's caught up in holding the, the bit down 
as opposed to just giving answers. Like the bit there is, all right, I can't give in to what these media people say. I can't give in to the masses. Hell yeah, he's the franchise quarterback. But this isn't Mike talking. This is Mike Tomlin coach. Mike yeah. Tomlin coach has to say he's QB1 and offer some mystification to this situation. And it just has gotten old for me. Mike Tomlin, in that vein, said that Matt Canada got better this season, but also said he was not going to, I want to make sure I get this right, speculate on whether or not he or any of the other coaches will be back. This is where it's very good for us because Mike Tomlin absolutely could have just stamped this out and said, Matt Canada improved. We feel like the offense is on an upward trajectory and he's our guy. He did not say that. Yeah, well, he, did, you know, he did not give him too big of an endorsement. You know what else got better during the course of the football season? Gas prices. Because they started out at about $6.80, so they weren't going to get worse. That being said, Matt Canada is the same thing. He started out as a gallon of gas being $6.80, so it was impossible to get worse. So just because he got better doesn't mean he's actually better. It just means it was so freaking bad, it was $6.80 in September, that it was bound to come down because it couldn't go anywhere else. Like, I think it's kind of damning with faint praise. I agree with that. And Mike Tomlin at the end of last year talked about Matt Canada learning on the job. At the end of last season, in the final press conference, after they lost to Kansas City, hell, it might have been after they lost to Kansas City the first time that he talked about Matt Canada still learning on the job. I think it was fair to say still learning on the job. Okay, year two, getting better. What are we doing here? I'm okay with my players getting better, right? Coming into the league, growing, you foster their growth through your coaching. I am not about an offensive coordinator in year two getting better. That that is never praise. That can't now we all strive to get better at everything in our lives day to day and whatever, but like Sometimes. I mean, come come on. That's a joke to me that you hire an offensive coordinator and in year two you go, Well, he's getting better. Okay, so is next year is he still learning? Is that next year he continues to be on what scholarship like you're just allowed to keep learning and getting better i want to finish product in here as offensive coordinator is that too much to ask yeah it is too much to ask you know why no it's not too much to ask i should say but they need to make a decision quickly because they're gonna have to go to the senior bowl they're gonna have to do all that kind of stuff they're gonna have to scout college kids and i really think philosophically not just from a coach standpoint philosophically they got to figure out what Kenny Pickett is to the future of this franchise it's perfectly okay to run to move forward with an offense where you don't rely on the quarterback to be the best player that's perfectly okay this isn't going to be Joe Montana it's not going to be Dan Marino it's not going to be um it's not going to be Peyton Manning even though he had great receivers um but that said, they philosophically need to understand what they want Kenny Pickett to do. Do they want him to boot out and use his legs? Do they want him to hand off with a bunch of jet sweeps on the interior? Do they want him to be a ball handler like Patrick Mahomes does? Do they want him to be more of a pro-style passer? Do they want him to get under center and run? And I don't think they did enough of this play action. I think he's a really good Ugh. play action. Um. 
but they have to figure that out because they've got to cater, especially with high-end picks, they've got to cater personnel to that. You don't necessarily have to have your quarterback be your best player, but you need to build that personnel around him. Of course you do. And that's another thing that I had issue with Mike Tomlin today saying that they're not interested in keeping up with the Joneses. And he was so focused on getting into the tournament that they haven't even planned for what their next steps are going to be. Listen, if you're going to fire Matt Canada, you best be doing it in the next couple of days because we've already seen with Cleveland. We, we've seen it with other organizations. I mean, interviews are being scheduled now for coordinators around the league, for head coaches around the league. You better act or else the good ones are going to be gone. If they don't fire Matt Canada soon and they wait to fire Matt Canada, the only candidate left will be Matt Canada. Right. Or they'll just go to the next closest warm body, Mike Sullivan, which is what they always seem to like to do. Do you think Brian Flores deserves a defensive coordinator job? Yes. And I don't think if he would take it, it would be a monumental loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers because I think their personnel and not their scheme is what won them a lot of games this year. You're good, Dunlap. Mm -hmm. You're good. It's fourth down in the Steel City. Matchup breakdown. Analysts on every game. Everything a Steelers fan could want. This is fourth down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dunlap. Fourth down in the Steel City. Crowley, Dunlap. Steelers going home. Playoffs. They start this weekend. Real quick, before we do some quick hitters, I was just perusing the NFL playoff schedule again because I'm a dork. Well, there's two what? Two Saturday, three Sunday, one Monday? Mm-hmm. There is a one million percent chance that Tom Brady beats the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> like, that is – that team is not good. But Dallas is Dallas, and they always seem to do the playoff loss thing, and Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Like, that is the perfect matchup for full-on hilarity, I think. Yeah, I might actually root for Brady in that game, too. Oh, I think I will, too. I don't dislike Brady quite as much with him out of the evil empire. I don't like him, but I don't I don't hate him the way that I used to. Why don't you say that? I heard a caller to, I think it was a national show. It may have been Ben Maller's show or somebody early this morning. And they were talking about Brady. The caller was, it was very informed except for one piece of information. They kept talking about how Brady would do anything to win, and Brady was this, and Brady was that, and they were right about that part. But then they brought up contractually, like even when Brady was in New England, you know, he went out and he gave back, and then he did it again in Tampa. Gave back part of his paycheck, was like, I don't need this. Well, it's so easy to do when your wife makes $95 billion. Yes. And like, it is one of these I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm fine with lauding Tom Brady whenever you need to and applauding the guy when you need to. The fact that people still applaud him for not taking all the money he could get without connecting dots that he was married to somebody who was earning a ridiculous amount of money, just how you can't do that mathematical equation still stuns me. I imagine that she made him sign the prenup. And he's 
Tom freaking Brady. So yeah, I I ain't bowing down for that man's generosity helping his fellow guys get paid. Actually, I had to laugh the other day. Le'Veon Bell tweeted out, this is why, when Tamar Hamlin went down, mm-hmm. this is why I was fighting for guaranteed contracts, my man. Totally ignoring that Le'Veon Bell is the poster child for why you should never pay anybody a guaranteed contract from a business side of things because, geez louise, you could just fall off the face of the earth at any well, point and just stop being a quality football player. More to the point, the Pittsburgh Steelers twice tried to make Le'Veon Bell the highest paid oh, for sure. in the National Football League. Two times they attempted to do that. Twice. For sure. He, he, him not fully understanding the situation will never cease to be amusing to me. I don't dislike Le'Veon Bell the way that I grew to dislike Antonio Brown because I think Antonio Brown is a truly bad guy. I just don't think Le'Veon Bell is all that bright. I can't believe we're talking Le'Veon and A.B. What have I done? Quick hitters? Question mark? Let's go. Quick hitters. Are you ready? Yes. The next coach of the Rams will be? Sean Payton. The best uniforms left in the playoffs are? I like the Cowboys' whites. Aaron Rodgers will play how many more snaps of National Football League football? Two seasons worth. Oh! Will Aaron Rodgers marry the owner of the Bucks' daughter? Is that who that chick is? Yes. Yeah, he better. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's like, you know, Rodgers and Pete Davidson, man. I I mean, I guess I get it, but I don't get it. The starting center for the Pittsburgh Steelers next year will be? Mason Cole. Mm. Mm-hmm. The start. Oh, the person who scores the first <laughs> touchdown of the season for the Pittsburgh Steelers next year will be? Connor Hayward, jet sweep. They're bringing that guy, the bringing that guy back. The They're bringing him back. Uh, Positionally, with the first pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers will take. Corner. Matt Canada, in three weeks from right now, will be. At some draft thing. Employed by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah. Five years from right now. Five years from right now, Brock Purdy will be. Backup quarterback. I disagree. He's going to be starting somewhere else, I think. Mega deal somewhere else. Well, you know, they're good enough that he might not have to do a lot. In the, he, he, could, he could get a ring, man. Over under 1,200 yards. Najee Harris next season. Total of rushing. Rushing. I'll say slightly over. Ooh. And then I'll burp. Over. Yep. He's going to have a better season next year than he's had the first two. Yeah, I think so. I think I think the injury was a big problem early, and I think the line was a big problem early. And I think they've got the right man for the job as offensive line coach, Colin. I do. Yeah, he's pretty good. Brian Flores next year will be coaching on what staff? Boy. I think... I bet you he's the Broncos defensive coordinator. I bet you the guy who coordinated the Broncos defense is going to leave. That's a good unit. I think he goes there. Pure guess. 
one college coach who you think could actually do really well walking straight in and coaching a professional outfit would be who? Neil Brown. The hell out of here. Are you serious? No, I am not serious. I don't know. I think that... Dabo would be. See, he's so freaking hokey. But then but then there's Dan Campbell. Like Dan Campbell sort of changed the math. Not that he's hokey. That's probably not the right word for him. One NFL coach who could walk right into the college game and be really good. I think, and this is easy. I think Mike Tomlin would be outstanding. I think I, I man, agree with that. I remember when he looked at USC and at LSU. I remember that. I remember that. And you know what? He's so good. How many guys just today talked about how good of a coach Mike Tomlin is, guys from within the locker room? He gets NFL players to buy in on all kind of nonsense and crap. Imagine how easy of a job like he'd Mason have. Kids. Yeah, Mason Cole. He's a great coach. Yes, okay, he's a good coach, but. I mean, and they all buy into his his words and his 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 mantras and the Tomlinisms. Yeah, he would kill it in college. Next year, DeMarvin Leal will be starter. Next year, um, the best player not named Minka in the Steelers defensive backfield will be Cam Sutton. Oh, that was gonna be my next question if you didn't answer with Cam Sutton. Cam Sutton will sign with I think they don't make the – in the different, but I don't think they'll make the Mike Hilton mistake again. I think they'll make sure he's back here. And they're so thin there, they got to have him. DJ Watt will start how many games next season? Twelve. Oh, gosh. Gosh. Kenny Pickett will start how many games next season? You know what, Colin? This might bear further discussion, and not not necessarily here, but – the concussion thing should have people concerned. And I don't know. No one, no, you know, I heard a lot of people talk about Kenny Pickett and evaluate his season today, including us. Not a lot of people brought the, no, I don't, I didn't hear anybody bring up the concussion thing. It's just one fewer than Tua. Right. And everyone's all petrified about Tua. Yes. Last question for you. Last quick hitter of this football season right now. Mike Tomlin will coach how many more seasons? Six. I say four. I was between six and or four and six. Well, uh, I think number then. he loves You know what? That is math. He 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 loves it, but I think I think he also wants life outside of it too. At some point, and I think TV could come calling, and I think he'd be great at television. How about Sean McVay? Sean McVay is going to make a bajillion dollars doing TV. Yes, so is Cliff Kingsbury if he wants. Cliff Kingsbury could use a cucumber, one of the, you know, you put the cucumbers on your eyes. He could use yes. that, sit on a beach for like three days. He's aged like the morning show is aging me. He needs, he he does not look as pretty as he did when he got hired. Well, I don't, I don't think he's hurting for wonderful looking young women to speak to him. Did you see her? Did you see his chick? I happen to. Holy cow. Holy cow is it, Holy cow. I mean, I, not, not, yeah, we'll just leave it. Holy it's a podcast. I don't have to say anything. <laughs> if, I, if I say it on the air, it can never, it can, I'm effed. If I say it on a podcast, I'm just an idiot. 
That's going to do it for today's edition of Fourth Down in the Steel City.